0: Fair to say, one of the athletes that captured the imag- imagination of our country, probably the world, was the exploits of Peter Bowl. It's a remarkable story. He did so well, finishing fourth in the 800 metres, and he's been kind enough to join us online. Peter, I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for you, the build-up, the race, and probably the toughest part has been the, the post-race, the amount of adulation and admiration you received. How are you coping, and uh, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um yeah it's been it's been a long few days since the race. i probably only managed like four hours' sleep after that race and last night I was able to get back got my normal nine hours and and now I think it's back just normal so it's it's been unreal though the feedback and the support from back home and and the media attention and how many people are engaging it's been awesome.
0: Peter Bowler, our guest, Pete. Uh, you would have seen the pictures of the family over there in the house. I mean, so much support. I mean, uh, you probably were in the zone, and you're trying to focus on trying to to win that race, at uh, which you were. You're were very much in the zone. But gee, I tell you what, if you just knew how passionate that whole family setup was, and and that was just a, a very mm. much a snapshot of of the rest of Australia, and in particular Western <laughs> Australia.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was unreal to see. It's beautiful. Um, just see the impact off the track, you know, that was that was awesome and just to see my family all get around it and and of course the rest of the world too it was it was awesome. Like um I think it was just such a big lead up, such a hype and, and I even though we didn't win a medal I think it lived up to it. It was
0: awesome yeah it did now Pete you 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 are such a proud Australian and we love it and there's uh, people who say oh it's great for the Sudanese community but you are very have a very holistic approach to your representation for Australia you are yes you're proud of your heritage and you're proud of your Sudanese heritage but you very much try and take it to another level you just say we are one we are Australia and this is what we can do is that a conscious effort to make sure that's the messaging you send out
1: I think I think it's just great for the sport, it's great for Australia, it's great for everyone. Um yes, I'm very proud of my Sudanese background, I'm you know, South Sudanese, North Sudanese backgrounds and but at the end of the day we are I'm Australian citizen, competed for Australia and I think Joseph Dang said it in an interview, we are oh, as Australians as it can get as it can get. We've got the Australian accent, been here since ten years old and and yeah, so it's it's just for everyone. And at the same time, you know, we love our background. It's its our identities. Um, it's the motivation that I get from it. So yeah, it's been it's been just awesome to combine everything together into one. And that was the whole idea.
0: What does it what what does it do for? As much as we talk about that, we are one. What will it do though for? The the immigrants from from you know that that have probably followed a similar journey to that of your families. You you know you got out of South Sudan, you went via Egypt, Queensland, WA, and the like. Do you hope it can inspire others to to go to great heights and not just get refuge and come to Australia, but also make a difference and 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 be much loved a part of the community? Because it's not easy. It is not easy. No one ever said it was easy.
1: It's definitely not, and I totally understand that. I I struggled, I struggled through finding my place and and all that. But I think what I'm hoping the most is to inspire people just to, to follow their dreams, um, their stories, and and um, if you stick there long enough and you're passionate about it, um, you can create an impact. This is my story. It's unique. It's it's who I am. But uh, at the same time, they can share their story in their own way. It doesn't have to be um, this 800 meter run. It can be any craft they want to do and to chase it at the same time. So, yeah, that's, that's the inspiration I'm I'm trying to put out.
0: Are there any other stars in the house at Thornley that we saw on the uh, worldwide coverage are going absolutely crazy? Were there? Are there any other li- uh, just family members or friends and relations who you think could make their mark somewhere in the world inside that room that were cheering you on the other night?
1: You know what? I think there's so many stars out there. I just don't know if they know it. I didn't know it. Um, I had to... I had to realize it through a teacher and just taking those opportunities. I think there's so many there. They just gotta believe in themselves and they gotta chase their own dreams. And mm-hmm. and they're they're already stars in my eyes anyway. So, but it's only a matter of time.
0: What do you want to achieve right now, Pete? I mean, I know you're there and you're still soaking this up and you, and you didn't medal, and I suppose there's that level of disappointment. What, what I mean, obviously Paris is on the agenda, but that's three years away. What's the next stage of the Peter Bowl journey? I was speaking to a manager
1: yesterday. It was actually uh, James Templeton, and, and he summed it up perfectly. He said, um, if it's possible to be super proud and disappointed at the same time, that's what we're feeling right now. Um, and then in terms of your question, Paris is three years away, but there's, there's a great lead up to it. There's Birmingham next year, uh, the Commonwealth Games coming up, the World Championships next year, with all these big years coming ahead. But before all of that, uh, you know, I was, I was easing off in, in the heats and the semis, and I want to be that man to run under 144. And I'm heading to Paris Diamond League and Lausanne Diamond League. So, um, I'm kind of ready. I'm, I've got my shoes on right now and, Took a day off and, and kind of ready to kick it off again uh, back in Europe in the Diamond League circuits, two more races, and then, and then head home and prepare for, for the following year.
0: When do you get back to Perth? I know you based yourself with your coach uh, in Melbourne at the time, but when was the last time you were back in Perth and actually got a hug from the family?
1: I visit Perth so much. Uh, I think I was back there a month ago. Last year I was there for about three months, so I, I'm constantly in Perth. Just to show, it just shows that value of family. Um, I love spending time with them, so anytime I get, I do get straight back to Perth. In fact, as soon as, um, well, wherever I can get a flight back into Australia, Perth would be my preference, and and I'll be there hopefully in October.
0: Can't wait to see you. You're gonna, it's gonna cause chaos because you are. <laughs> massive back here. you got no idea Bolt you got no idea how big a name you are in uh, in WA right now uh, may I ask you one in just in regards to growing up as a, a junior and I was looking at I saw a tweet from someone on Twitter about that you they went to school with you and I can't even remember who it was and you won this you won that you won this you won that you won this is can you confirm or deny you won the high jump doing scissor kick
1: yeah, I've got I actually got a photo. Um I see the kick 180 it was, I just didn't know how to perfectly flop. and um but you know you know what's funny is my my little brother uh he he broke he broke my record. He jumped like 185 and he didn't do any training. There's a lot of natural we had a lot of natural um talent there and um but I just took the initiative to to go work up on it and you can only get so you're so far with natural talent, you know. 180 back then is pretty impressive as a kick, but um, the Olympics and I had to jump in like 230s two, two or something yeah. like that so,
0: yeah.
1: um, so you do have to put that work you know, all that hype you create at school is not it's just school and you got to kind of keep levelling up and I think that's what I did really well humbled myself uh, I was winning all these things, I think at school I was doing long jump and, and I went and did one jump, I think you could do three and I and I looked at my coach and I said that should be enough and it was the record <laughs> and um, you know, just, just, just knowing how much talent you have and knowing that's probably still not enough to get you to where you want to be, and kind of keep going.
0: What are your other passions, mate? What are your sporting passions? Do you follow basketball, footy, soccer? What, what, what you know? Obviously, you know athletics is a, a big focus, but what are your actual sporting passions or passions outside of, of athletics?
1: Big into basketball. I was actually out there watching the Boomers. I saw you. I real... saw you sitting yeah. in the
0: crowd. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that was unreal to see two them best US the boys for really hard um but the us is just fortunately too good um but i'm hoping they get they get that bronze medal and um also i love i love footy i started really getting into footy and i do follow the west coast eagles so um, which is great being from western australia and living in Victoria where everyone's following a Victorian team.
0: Yeah. yeah, very, very much so. Hey, what was it like sitting there with uh, Durant and Middleton and all those other stars and being up close and getting close? I mean, I know you're cheering for Australia, but to sit there and see those NBA blokes that you only really see on TV?
1: Yeah, man, those dudes are tall, for real. Like, um, you see them on TV and then you see them in real life. It's a, whole different, it's a whole different ball game. Those guys are like the elites, elites, elites of the game and, it was just a privilege to get to see that but at the same time i was more excited to see the australians play yeah. um uh i was just pumped to see them play patty ingle's um duop all of those guys they've been so nice in the village to hang out with them and spend time with them everyone's been so humble it's it's been unreal so to go watch them play and just be like oh like these are people i sit down in the village and have a chat with it's pretty cool yeah
0: i didn't know duop's from perth as well he he's a west aussie as well yeah he's he, he he's the king of
1: north side, he claims, and I'm the south side. <laughs> he's from <Urbuka.
0: laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's from, he's from the from the Booker and Girawine, and uh, obviously you're you're through Thornley and the and the like, uh, mate. It, um, it, as much as I don't want to, I'm just loving the the story, your story, and your passion about other things. <laughs> yeah. it, just, I want to take you back to the race just for one brief moment, and I know and I know you've probably thought about it. You've probably run the race several times over in your head. If you could do yeah. one thing differently in that race to have improved your performance, whether that had been a bronze medal, silver, gold, whatever it may be, technically, what could you have done differently?
1: Um, saved my kick, held on a bit, being a little bit more patient, like just a little bit, and that's the difference. Like a little a little bit it makes you fourth. That little bit of patience could have could have got me top three. And I think that patience from going from 400, I think going from 300 could have held, could have held a few off and, and got myself a medal. But my goal was to win and and if you're going to win, you had to kick from 400 and, and I gave myself that chance. I wasn't going for third, I was going for the gold. Um, but that's that's experience I'm going to gain from here. And going to Paris, hopefully I'll be strong enough to kick from wherever.
0: Don't change, Bowl. Do not change. <laughs> Never change. You are yeah. so grounded. You are so humble. You are universally loved by everyone. Appreciate you taking our call. I know you've been inundated with requests to do interviews, but thank you for sharing your time with us here in WA. Uh, mate, you're a superstar and you're a golden gold medal winner in our hearts, mate, and, and we can only dream what's going to happen in Paris in three years' time and in between. But we look forward to you coming back to Perth, mate. They'll probably name a street after you, a suburb after you. <laughs> They'll probably do. You are a bona fide star, and thank you for joining us, and congratulations on the way you've conducted yourself in the lead-up and throughout the games, mate. Your family should be very proud because we all are.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time.
0: Peter Ball joining us, and he is a bona fide star. Love the chat. Uh, This is SEN.